Hi, and welcome to another episode of Can't Stop the Growth. Today, we're going to feature audio from a future leaders series meeting. This is actually part two of a discussion I had on Jocko Willink's book, Dichotomy of Leadership. In this audio, you'll hear a lot about the concept of owning it all, but empowering those we lead. Obviously, as leaders, we have to empower our people, um, but often we ask ourselves, how do we do that? And so in this audio, you'll find out some specific strategies I've used when it comes to being able to own the process, being able to own the people you lead's growth, while also empowering them to lead themselves and to grow at the same time. I hope you enjoy the audio, uh, some really powerful stuff in there. I know some of the feedback we got on this particular section was really, really positive. So check out the audio and we'll talk soon. Thanks. So the next piece in this, uh, or next chapter in this book, it's actually the second chapter, is one of my favorites. Um, and it's one of my favorites because it is the one that I struggle the most with. And it is one that I'm constantly working on. And I don't have all the answers by God, but uh, just know that it is something that I struggle with. And I'm all right saying that. And we've talked, I've had numerous conversations probably over the last month and a half about this as we kind of gear up for next year and how do we make improvements and you know a lot of the conversations start with well i mean i could just fix it if i wanted to i mean that's great but that's probably a recipe for no growth because i can't fix everything the uh second dichotomy that he talks about and which i've talked about prior is own it all but empower others We know that the best way for someone to get better is for them to figure it out on their own. Also, the most frustrating thing in the world is being patient enough for someone to figure it out on their own. So the key is how do we speed this process up? The power of self-discovery, as I just talked about, when people fail is when they learn, but watching someone fail sucks. Why are you failing, man? I know what to do, I just wanna tell you, but oftentimes when we tell people what to do, they may do it that time, but there is no ownership involved in getting better. They're doing it because you told them to do it, rather than them figuring out that that is a better way. As a manager, as a leader, it's your responsibility to grow the department, to lead the department. But as I said, I believe it was a couple of weeks ago, it's ultimately the people you lead who are going to produce the result. It's not you. You can look at your department, you can look at your budget, you can look at your process, write another SOP, you can do whatever you want. You're not making it happen. And unfortunately, that is the biggest struggle that I see with people moving from a front line to a manager. Because if you move from a front line to a management position, more than likely you could do your front line job pretty damn well. There's a reason that you were looked at. They're not going to look at the person who struggles the most on the front line and go ahead and say, you know what, what would be a great opportunity for you is to lead the rest of them. Not going to happen. 
So oftentimes where we get where we get our leaders and where we get our managers is from those high performers on the front line. The problem is, is those high performers on the front line want everybody to do it just like them. They ain't going to. There's a lot of things that go on here that aren't done like I would want them done. Um, but that's okay. That's why we have such a great team is because people are doing it their way and finding out better solutions than what I would have, which is awesome. That's why I love this place. It's awesome. But when it comes to owning it all, some people take that as I need to own everything and own everybody's actions. No, if you do that, you're gonna struggle mightily. I'm here to tell you. When you try to own everybody's actions, it has to be theirs. It has to be their action. That's where you're going to see progress. That's where you're gonna see growth. If you tell everybody to do it exactly like you, no one's ever gonna grow. You're just gonna hit, you're gonna hit that ceiling because you've gotta have that ownership from them where they feel empowered. You know, the, the balance between this and that, that kind of soft spot where do I intervene here, do I not, do I kind of let them go, do I, you know, whatever it is, the things that I have found that have helped me in this is, in which I struggle with, but I'm trying to get better. Uh, it, this is, to me, the hardest thing to do as a, as a leader um, because we have to empower our people. But the one thing I've, I've learned and continue to do is we got to find out where they're struggling. You know, knowing someone's struggling, but not knowing really where they're struggling, but thinking, well, I'll just tell them how to do it and surely that'll fix it. Well, I mean, probably not. Uh, you know, they may be struggling with this, but it may be two other things that are totally unrelated that are actually affecting what they are actually struggling with that comes to light in the process. So we've got to dig down and we've got to find that. Obviously that comes with feedback, weird concept, uh, is getting and talking to them and understanding what it is that I can do to help you. Because in identifying what you're struggling with, having those conversations with your people, that is empowering them. Well, a whole lot of one-on-one -on -one conversations are meant for the benefit of the manager to find out what's going on. A lot of empowering can come through just sitting down and talking to somebody. Because ultimately, as you talk through things, as you feel more comfortable to um, you know, verbalize what you're struggling with, you gain power. Because the first step in improving anything is admitting that I'm struggling with this. How many times have you seen people who you know they're struggling with something, but they won't admit it? They're too proud. Nope, not me. I'm not doing it. Yeah, you are. But we've got to make a place where they feel okay to admit that that is what they're struggling with. That is the problem. Okay, perfect. We can, we can, I can help with that. 
we can we can move forward with that. So understanding where they're at, asking questions. So this is a big thing that we teach all of our service um, technicians is to ask questions. Understand where that customer is struggling. However, sometimes as leaders and managers, we struggle to ask the questions. You know, at NextStar, during the service system, we're hosting a class next week, they'll do an exercise where uh, technicians will go back and forth uh, asking open-ended questions. So they go back and forth asking open-ended questions that they would ask a customer. You know, tell me a little bit about which room in the house is giving you trouble. Tell me a little bit about anybody that has any allergies. Explain to me how it feels on the coldest day of the year. All of these are open-ended questions. What they try to prevent is yes-no questions. They try to prevent a technician from going in and saying, is it heating well? How does it, uh, is it dry in here? You ever had one of these? All those type of questions do is close the door. Whereas open-ended questions allow someone to explain and then digging deeper and then digging deeper. And so while they do this exercise and, and it's geared towards a technician, to me it'd be interesting to do this exercise in a management class. When you're having conversation with the people that you're leading. Are you just asking yes, no questions? Or are you asking open-ended questions that allow that person and you to dig deeper into what the actual problem is? I'm gonna guess that if you take inventory of the questions that you ask when you're sitting down with somebody or you're in a meeting, the majority of those are gonna be yes, no questions. Why? Because that's, that's how we communicate on most instances. It's very quick, it's very concise. You get the answer you need, we move on. Whereas in leadership, we have to work to understand what the problem is. Asking those questions is critical. Not telling someone what to do, asking them. <clears throat> asking them how they feel about that. Explain, tell me a little bit more about that. Go a little deeper, show me an example. Dig deep. The other thing is that I have learned is repeat. You're not gonna be able to say it once. You're not gonna be able to say it once. When it comes to empowering people, you know, you, you come, out of a, come out of a great conversation, you know, I really got the guy riled up, found out what his problem is, he's all pumped up, he's ready to rock and roll, this is gonna be great. And then we don't talk to them for three months. Well, the unfortunate part about that is we made some really positive ground and then we lost all that ground because we never kept up that consistency. Think about how many times, think about things that you're working on where you have to repeat to yourself to keep doing it. I mean, it's hard to make yourself do something, much less some other person when it comes to leadership. So the one thing is to continue to repeat it. You hear me talk about feedback. Yeah, I've made a vow to myself, I'm gonna be repeating that all the time. 
Because to me, that's where we unlock the power of growing people. The other thing is patience. It kind of goes along with repeat. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen after a 10-minute conversation. Yep, fixed him. He's good. Next one up. All right, next one up. It's not, it's not an assembly line. It's a relationship. You're building a relationship with this person. We're understanding where they struggle. What they struggle with today may not be what they're struggling with tomorrow. They may be struggling with something today, and then four months down the road, they're struggling with it again, even though that they've improved over those first two months that you talked to them. We have to be patient. Growing people is not going to happen overnight. And the unfortunate thing is it's very easy to get impatient when we think about all of these finite results. Well, we've got to hit this number by the end of the month. So what is a 15-minute conversation on the first of that's the first month. On the first of the month today, we have a we have a really, you know, awesome one-on-one -on -one meeting and then it's very easy to think, well, how in the hell is that going to help me hit the budget at the end of the month? It's not about hitting the budget at the end of the month. Think about the long term. We're not trying to, you know, we have goals. You've got to have goals to get there. But sometimes those goals are going to be progressive. You may be working with a guy for a year before he makes that incremental change. But every small conversation is going to build and build and build and build and build. And then he's going to flourish. But we have to give it time to flourish. This is a long game. I'm in this for the long haul. Very, very easy to get caught up in. Well, we got to do this by like next week. I get that. I'm as impatient as the next person. I want to get there and I want to get there now. But what I've learned to discover is that if you're truly going to empower people, which is the key to growing, it's going to take a while. It's not going to happen overnight. Now, the cool part is as you continue to add people and you continue to have those conversations, that true leadership will start to unlock compounding results. It starts to grow really fast. I think, if anything, we're an example of that. You know, I was thinking about it the other day when you talk about empowering people and we're working so hard at it, and God, we got a long way to go. We do. But everything we're doing is just pushing towards that and just taking time and going. And at the end of the year, you look down and we're growing exponentially. We think it's normal, but that's the type of people that we have. We want to go. We want to get there. But we also have to slow down to speed up. I talk about this a lot. You put a new manager in place, they're wanting to take over the world, you know, just, which is great. I'm, I'm all for it. Rip it, you know. Let's, 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 let's do this. I mean, if there's anybody that gets excited about going after it, it's me. I, I love it. It lights a fire in me. I'm like, this guy, we running in it. This, this gal, she's, this is awesome. I'm going to pick up my game to catch up with them. This is great. But what we've got to understand is we can have that mentality, but we've also got to slow down. We've got to slow down because growth is a long game. Growth in the short term is not sustainable. 
we can push, 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 hit our goal at the end of the month and be like, well, I'm just going to push, 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 push next month. And the month after that, you're going to get tired and your people are going to get tired of following you. It's a long game. It's a relationship. The other thing is, is when we get so bogged down by owning everyone's actions, when we fail to slow down and build those relationships to empower people, unfortunately, not only does that is not only is that a detriment to our people, it's really a detriment to us as a leader. Because what happens? You get bogged down in the process, digging into everybody's actions. I don't understand why they can't figure this out. This is all, you know, they don't, they don't pay attention, all of this stuff, and you're just trying to just overpower them with process. What ends up happening? You lose sight of the big picture. You lose sight of the long game, which is why you're the leader in the first place. Your job as a leader is to paint that picture of what can be. Your job is to paint that picture of where they could go. Your job is to illustrate if they continue to work each and every day that whatever their dream is, is possible. But when you get so bogged down in what the actions of the people are doing, you can no longer lead anymore. You're just one of the, you're one of the followers. You're just a follower pointing fingers and doing all that stuff. Leading is allowing people to grow. You know, we see this in, in our business sometimes, and I think the one thing that we always have to be cognizant of is as we continue to get better, it's very easy to get bogged down in process. This is an easy game. It really is. Care about your people. Lift them up. Allow them to grow. Provide support and get the hell out of their way. Sometimes when we try to own it all, we do nothing but get in their way. And when you get in someone's way, they're going to stop moving. You're in their way. And unfortunately, due to the structure of business, when you're in their way, they can't grow anymore. So how do you get out of their way? How do you lead the way? How do you own the process? Your job as a leader is to own the responsibility for them to grow. Not to get in their way. Get out of their way. I love getting out of people's way. It's awesome. Because most times they got better ideas than I got. <coughs> Closer to the process than I am. Okay, yeah, whatever you think. Sounds good to me. I'm sure you've probably heard that out of my mouth. Good. If it works, I'm good with it. Why not? What's the worst that could happen? I don't know, it doesn't work. I've had plenty of ideas that didn't work. It's fine. Sounds good to me. Let's roll. The crazy thing is, is that small piece right there is something that I'm not sure how I developed or, or why I do it. Um, and undoubtedly, there's still a lot of things that I, I struggle with. The questioning, 
the allowing people to grow. I still want to stick my, there was an instance earlier this week. I was like, God, I just want to run over there and fix it. God, bless it. Oh God, but I can't, I can't do that because at that point in time, I'll be, if I want to do that, then I might as well just go over and just sign myself up for the manager of that. Cause that's essentially what I'm creating. Cause if I go do that, they're just going to be sitting there waiting for me to do it again and again and again and again. <laughs> you know, I got to thinking about it this morning and that's, that's something that I struggle with and yet I feel like or I hope that this platform for me is a way of getting better at asking those questions without really asking the questions. I'm not really asking many questions here, but I'm hoping that by talking about it, by putting people in that atmosphere, they start to ask those questions of themselves. That's sometimes what I look at as those moments of kind of self-discovery of when you figure out that all, if my actions are pointed in the right way, more than likely there's, there's kind of a causal kind of relationship of, of what I'm, why I'm doing something and what I'm doing. And so if questions are something that are tough for you, how do I create an atmosphere where my people can start asking those questions themselves? How do I lead in such a manner that forces them to make a decision? That forces them to go do what ultimately I'd like them to go do? So sometimes it's not about asking the question. To me, that ultimate, that next step empowerment is how can you get them to ask the question of themselves? When they start doing that, then you got some real, you got some real good stuff there. Owning the responsibility to lead while empowering them to grow. How do we, how do we achieve that? How do we get there? Ask great questions, find out where they're struggling, repeat, 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 and have some patience. We're all not going to be great leaders today, tomorrow, the next day. Leadership is an ongoing, it's always in flux. You're always getting better. You're always failing. You're always struggling. But you're always moving in the right direction. Fail forward. Don't fail backwards. Fail because you're trying to make something better. And you'll get there. You'll keep moving forward. Mm -hmm.